Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. We are going to talk about Raw, SmackDown, 205 Live. Uh, we're going to talk about NXT, but not the episode that aired this week. We're going to talk about some spoilery things. We're going to take some questions from Facebook. This is episode 158. My name is John, and joining me, as she does every week, is the Pete Dunn to my Roderick Strong, Marianne. What the actual fuck? I know. I told you. Spoilery. That's just too much douchebag in one, like, pair. Yeah, I don't I don't get it either, but... You have, like, a vegan monster and then, like, an actual douchebag. Um, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing quite well. Um, I feel like I haven't watched nearly enough wrestling, um, as I... Is that sarcasm? No, it's, it's not sarcasm. I've fallen behind once again, but we will, uh, I'm I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. Actually, uh, if anyone is, that's listening to this podcast enjoys, uh, the music and would like to know about new music or music that I'm listening to, uh, new podcast on NOTLG called the Monthly Music Digest. Uh, me and co-host, actually, I'm the co-host. Me and host Mary uh, talk about our favorite albums from the past month, and then we take our favorite tracks from those albums and we put them into a Spotify playlist just for you. Are you going to have a segment called Digestive Enzymes? No. Where it's kind of like Activia yogurt? <laughs> no, we will not have that. <laughs> you should! Um... So yeah, check that out, notlg.com. It's on iTunes now and um, Stitcher and all those good places. So that's what Sti- I've been up to. I've actually been all over the network this week, which is like kind of old schoolish for me. Um, that's crazy. I, yeah, I was on Podcastica. Podcastica released on Monday. So did the Monthly Music Digest. Then Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, both episodes of Bam Pow released. And I was on those too. So. John Pingle in high demand. Yeah. Apparently so. Uh, how are you? Um, I'm pretty good. Um, I've been watching a lot of progress. I should have videotaped myself when Chris Brooks came out <laughs> and sent it to you. Because usually I do stuff like that. But um, a lot of just progress shenanigans. Um, I had uh, My mom went to sleep therapy ah. tonight. Uh, she's been having weirdo like nightmares that like ruin her mood and stuff. Mm. And she had to go to, like, I called it sleepy school. I'm like, have fun at sleepy school. Um, but she came into my room and she was like, I need a Jim Jam shirt. Which is, I'm using Jim Jam because that's the only term we use on this show is Jim Jams. Yeah. Pajamas is bullshit. It's Jim Jams. Um, she was like, I need a Jim Jam shirt to wear to my sleepy class. And I was like, what's wrong with the class that you're, like, the shirt that you're wearing? And she was like, I slept in it last night. And I'm like, and you wore it all day today. Oh my God. <laughs> She's like... I'm retired, <laughs> but she had, you know, she, she was like, do you have a wrestling shirt that I could wear? Wow. Could you picture the look on my face? No. I made her wear my Trent shirt. That's just a slice of bread that says Trent on it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's literally what she's at. The doctor is like the sleepy school wearing a Trent shirt. I think that's so funny. That's amazing. <laughs> Did you, speaking of Trent, it makes me jump from Trent to Chuck Taylor. Did you see what Chuck Taylor said to Fondango? No, I didn't. Fondango tweeted, I always thought that it was pay-per-view when I was a kid. 
Oh, that's funny. And then Chuck Taylor was like, not enough people are talking about your muscles, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, then, and then Fandango was like, I am. <laughs> <laughs> good, good shit. Good shit. Goodness. So, um, shall we? Shall we get into this? I feel like this. Yes. This may not be a long episode because I mean, yeah, probably not. We're gonna talk about Raw, and I will. Um, I watched SmackDown, and I mean, it was a show. Um, it was so much of a show that they had to have John Cena come onto Monday Night Raw and do damage control before it even aired. Yeah. Oh goodness. Uh, and then we'll talk about two hundred five anyway. Anywho, so we open Monday Night Raw. Uh, Kurt Angle is here, and he he's mad, Marianne. He's very angry. Dude, he was all business on the bottom and party on the top. Yes, he was. He was ready to party, a.k.a. beat the shit out of Triple H. He calls Triple H out, and uh, good old Steph Steph shows up. I did not hate her boots, but man, she looked old as fuck. Oh, boy. She looked so old. D- do, okay, no, my favorite part was when she called Kurt a dad. Yeah. And all that alimony he has to pay? Man, heavy shots. Heavy shots, most of that alimony. Fucking Jason Jordan. Yes, all to, all for Jason Jordan. She should have just said, you've got kids, you need this job. <laughs> that was she basically should've. what she was she saying. She should have said that, but she she did not. Uh, Rhonda comes out, and uh, I guess it was reported she will be on every Monday Night Raw from now to WrestleMania, so that's good. She, like, improved leaps and bounds, like we had said before. Must be the Miz factor. Must be the um, Miz. She is, I have, like, to side note about Ronda Rousey, she is so beautiful. Yeah, right? Like, one of those people that wears, like, she wears barely any makeup at all. If anything, she just wears eyeshadow. Like, I feel like she's one of those people that, like, just shouldn't and doesn't need to wear makeup. She's yeah. just pretty. And I was looking at her and I'm like, she isn't even wearing like mascara or anything. I don't think. Holy shit. Like, that's amazing. But and then I looked over at Stephanie, who looked like a mom, <laughs> which she is. But she looked so momish. She did. Like, like really momish. It was just like this, the sweater and the the ugh, it was awful. But uh, can we talk about please? Can we talk about Rhonda talking about who she wants to fight at WrestleMania? Yes. Can we talk about the worst editing in the world? Is that what you want to talk about? Yeah, I guess we can do that, too. Oh, my goodness. So we watched the Hulu version and the editing for Rhonda saying who I want to face at WrestleMania into it was like cut so strange. I had to watch it three times because I thought something happened. But it Where was... her voice went all monstrous and it was just, is you? Well, because, yeah, because they cut it weird and it was so strange and it was very dumb. Um, basically what happens is, yeah, she says she gets to pick whoever she wants to fight at Mania. It's in her contract. She wants to fight Stephanie. Triple Which H. we all knew was happening. Oh, yeah. Uh, Paul comes out and he's like, no, we're not going to do that. And then Ang- <laughs> my favorite thing was Kurt going, oh, so you are here. And he goes, yeah, surprise, I'm here. This is good stuff. And basically, Angle books the match saying that Stephanie and Triple H both have different... They have two sets of contracts. One is, you know, executive contracts and one is competitor. So we... Since when did Kurt become an expert on this? Shouldn't they know this shit? What the fuck is happening? Yeah. If you don't want to wrestle, just fucking fire Kurt. Yeah. So... Come on. So they um, ended up... They're in a match now at Mania. So it's Ronda and Kurt Angle versus And Stephanie they pointed at the sign so it's real. They did point at the sign so it is real. Um, we got the ankle lock and then Stephanie got a Samoan drop for troubles. 
And, uh, yeah, that's how we opened her up. Not too shabby. No, we cut into we cut into a Nia Jax versus Oscar match. It felt a little awkward, but whatever. Um, what did you think of the uh, the the mid match backstage interviews? I continue. To I was these. watching and going, "Why is Mickey standing next to Alexa, dressed exactly like Nia?" Oh, that is true. I did not. I did not uh, think about that. She looked just like Nia. It was really weird. Very strange. Oh, real weird. But sad Nia is fucking sad. Like, we'll talk about that that fucking oh, yes. backstage oh, thing my later. Oh, goodness. So uh, I thought the match was pretty good, and uh, Nia eventually has to tap out, and she gets the sad, I lost, but I'm going to wait for the crowd to cheer for me reaction. Uh, you mean the Disneyland face? Yes. Um, the saddest day in Disneyland. Yeah, and the crowd ended up, uh, you know, cheering for her, which they should have because it was a good match. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it was. Uh, John Cena comes out next. God, he is a floater. He is the floater. He's He is a free agent. He can go. Why doesn't he go on 205 Live? That's what I want to know. John Cena is a root beer floater. He is. <laughs> he is indeed. And you just reminded me that I left a can of root beer in my car. I'm very sad, so now I'm going to... It's going to be all warm and sugary and gross. John Cena's like the floaties that little kids have to wear. Yes. To float from one show to the next. (laughs) And he comes out and basically runs it. He goes, look, this is what I did. Listen to all the things I did. Please watch Fastlane. (laughs) Please watch Fastlane because SmackDown is a fucking dumpster fire. Yeah, we don't know what is going on over there, but I'm there now, so you can't There's dads there. They need those those jobs. They got kids because they're dads. (laughs) And uh, Goldust comes out. And, I wrote what? <laughs> yeah, I, I just wrote dot 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 gold dust. I put dot 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 what, but not <laughs> even with the H, just W U T. And uh, <laughs> gold dust is talking in his um, theater speak or his silver screen speak, and he just ends up punching uh, John Cena in the face, and we have new nasty gold dust again. I don't even. Gold dust doesn't even. <sighs> Goldust doesn't have like a new nasty or a good. Goldust is just gold dust. He's just gold dust always. And gold is malleable. Yes, for, for forever gold dust. <laughs> uh, this match was all right. I mean, it's. I think they just did it because somebody actually found out that they had never had a one-on-one match yeah, before. Yeah, that and Goldust was probably walking around in the back, and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why have we not actually used you yet? Yeah, I mean, I love Goldust, and I still think he's he's a very good wrestler. So, I mean, I don't know. He's funny as fuck, too. He's, yeah, he's amazing. Um, I I I assume John Cena won that match. I honestly don't remember, but we can. Yeah, he did. Uh, Elias is walking. You know, who wants to walk with Elias? Elias wants to walk by himself into Kurt Angle's office. Um, <laughs> to tell him that he should call off the match, and Kurt Angle says, "No, I'm not going to do that." And then Elias says, all right, fine. There you it go. literally happened like that, it too. It basically did. Uh, Hillbilly Jim is going into the WWE Hall of Fame, and my first reaction is, wait a minute, Hillbilly Jim wasn't already in the Hall of Fame? What were they waiting for? <laughs> this was so strange, because I that was my first reaction when I saw the news. And yeah, I mean, all right, I'm really liking this uh, this Hall of Fame class. I think it's pretty good. So there you go. Uh, we had uh, Nia Jax backstage, and she's very sad. But her good Dude. friend, Alexa Bliss. You just made the list. Oh, 
and I'm in my room with my um, A-L-E-X-A. I'm recording in my room today, and uh, whenever I say that name, the it lights up. So. Oh, and then gets confused. Have you made it laugh all evil yet? No, I have not. I read that last night, and I went, I do not need that in my life. Um, Chrissy Teigen posted a tweet where she said, Alexa, my dog died, and then she just played a video clip of an Alexa laughing in the dark. Oh my god, that is... It's weird, though, because the laugh doesn't even match the voice. Yeah, I don't I don't need that in my life. No one does. That is just... I don't... I, I am just dreading that happening. If it happens, What's... I think I throw out the Alexa, honestly. Like, what is that Disney Channel movie where the house is, like, a computer? Oh, are you, are you... um, I don't know. Somebody is like screaming it <laughs> at the computer right now. I do not. Know. Please, please tweet that to me because that's what that's what Alexa's remind me of, and also the fact that your phones are listening to you, and that's where all those ads come up with, like all those ads, and they might even be reading minds because I could think about yogurt and it'll start adding it in there. Live yeah. cultures. There we um, go. Sad Naya is so sad. My goodness, what a what an actress. Dare I say so sad. So um, sad. <laughs> she, uh, they both deserve fucking like this was great. awards for that shit. That this, was brilliant. Yeah, this was very good. Mainly because you know it was Alexa just digging at. Oh man, Alexa, stop! <laughs> Do you have a dog named Alexa? No, I have a um a device from Amazon that every time I say that name, I mean, I guess I could just unplug it. Alexa. You should just say Alexa, stop listening. I did. I unplugged I unplugged Alexa. So Alexa has been unplugged. Uh anyway. Dude, Naya crying ripped at my heartstrings. I know, and th- there was a lot of truth, I think, in what Alexa was saying. So uh um, There was. There was a lot of truth, and you know that the two of them definitely hashed out that kind of like what that that backstage segment was gonna include oh, yeah. and everything. Cause they're like real life best friends forever. Yes. So, so good on both. Was, of them. It was great. Yeah, it was very good. I had a lot of fun. Um, Elias can literally play every instrument. Can he play them well? Uh, no, <laughs> but have we learned nothing from the asylum match or the kendo stick on a pole match? <laughs> no, apparently we have not. I feel like there's been worse ones, but I'm blanking out because they were so fucking awful. I thought it was kind of cool that Elias could. He can actually play the piano. I thought that was kind of cool. Barely. I mean, he can play it. He can play the piano like my brother can, but my brother's a music major. Um, and I mean, he played the drums, and I just laughed very hard. But I too, I was like, "This is despicable." I am so offended by all of this. But it it was fine. I was fine with it, and I love when he goes, "I can't stand a single one of you." <laughs> and then he leaves. I love that he just randomly leaves. My my favorite thing was just him on the piano, and he looks a lot like Jesus. He does, especially with whatever this, like, w- little sashy robe thing he was wearing was. My God, he looks a lot like Jesus. <laughs> and he sings like a gentleman. Wow. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> wow. Got a little <laughs> little killers there. in. The... Uh, well, I it mean, was just the way I worded it. Maybe just jump there. I mean, um... speaking of uh, bands that were referenced during this match... Uh, before that, Elias runs away. Braun ends up getting to him and then chases him. By the way, I'm wearing my Braun Strowman shirt today. Braun! Tomorrow I will be wearing my Rusev Day shirt. Um, so, yes. Uh, there were many, 
Megadeth references in this match. Can you count them all? How many Megadeth references do you think Corey Graves rattled off in this match? Six. That is correct. Six. Six I'm exactly. So uh, Peace Corey cells. Graves continues to be the fucking best. <laughs> he was doing good. Like I would, I'd be like, that's a Megadeth one, but I want to double check for the podcast. Uh, Peace sells, but who's buying? He said Reckoning Day, um, Train of Consequences, Rust in Peace. Um, he said pain is bronze business and business is good, uh, but it's killing is my business and business is good. And then crush was the last one. Um, the, uh, the, that was pretty much the only notable things that happened in this match besides uh, Braun just destroying Elias. Just Elias getting out into the car and then trying to drive away. Yes. I was, I had to pause it. I was laughing so fucking hard. Yeah, it was good I was stuff. like, I was in my room. I'm like, I'm crying. It was just so <laughs> funny because it was so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, and the, this match, like, I think it was probably just the kimono thing he was wearing. Yeah. Like the Roby thing. Yeah. But he looked kind of like if Damien Sandow came back from like a life journey. <laughs> kind of. No, it was like when the Beatles discovered sitars and drugs. My God. But with Damien Sandow. There you go. My mom asked me one time what my favorite era of the Beatles was, and I said the one where they were on all the drugs. <laughs> Correct. So there you go. Before we get into Ms. TV All Hail, uh, something we didn't get to see on the Hulu version was um, Woken Matt Hardy challenging Bray Wyatt to the end of their feud in an ultimate deletion match. He invited Dude. him. To I don't the care. Hardy compound. I'm very excited for this. I think this is going to be great. Is it going to delete Bray Wyatt's fucking contract? Because that's what needs to happen. I'm going to tell you right now, Marianne, because we we have watched. Um, we I think you and I we watched the final deletion. Because um, we're not idiots, right? And there is a part of the final deletion, and I would also like to point out the man that was behind the final deletion, Jeremy Borash, I believe is now a part of, of WWE. So, um, if there is not fucking like drones, I'm going to be pissed. Well, if there's not, if there's not a lawnmower, you can ride. I will be pissed. Well, what I'm going to tell you is Jeremy Borash is, is employed by the WWE. Now I can almost guarantee that he is going to be behind this because he was also behind uh, the final deletion. And I'm calling a spot in this match right now. There is a, there is a, um, a scene. There will be a boat. Sp- a boat. Yes. Fallout. But by the boat, uh, there's the lake. And I can't remember what they call the lake. But whenever a character falls into the lake, they come back out as um, a different persona. And I'm calling right now that Bray Wyatt is going to fall into that lake and, and come out as Sistrabigail. And come out as Husky Harris. No, he's going to fall into that lake and come out as Luke Harper. <laughs> that would make no sense. It would make me happy. I'm calling that right now. He's going to fall in that lake and come out as Husky Harris. I don't know how they're going to do it, but it'll happen. Just calling <laughs> that right now. So anyway, back to the Hulu version. Miz TV. I mean the Mizzies all hail. Mizzies. How many times do you think we say that per episode? Uh, not enough. Yeah, definitely not enough. So the Miz is giving out Mizzies, and they are fantastic. They are very good. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the worst decision by a general manager. I thought that was great. And it gets to the point where uh, Seth Rollins comes out, and he's about to, you know, talk. But then Fergal, 
Fergal Devitt comes out and Froggle Devitt. We're both um they are both verbally abused by the Miz and the Miz just starts shoot week. Again. Again. It is it is not it is always shoot week in the Miz household. It is, and he says to The uh, Miz brings the Miz is shoots. He says to young Fergal that uh that this isn't Japan. Old and, Fergal. And you need more than a hand sign that isn't yours. My God. Oh, Straight, straight, sh- straight shooting on Fergal. Um, and then the Miz and the Miztourage, um, they take on the team of Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. And um, my only note is everybody's tagging and such. That's my only note I have. Uh, Finn and Seth kind of do not get along. Seth, I believe, steals the pinfall from Finn. Oh, he would because he's Setherson. And at the end of the match, we find out that uh, Kurt, Kurt Angle comes out and he says The Miz will not be facing Finn Balor or Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. He will be facing both of them in a triple threat match. Uh, I'm pretty excited. I think this is going to be a great match. It'll be a great match and Miz all hail better fucking win. And if he doesn't, he still wins in our hearts. All hail Miz. Very true. Very true. Um, Paul, <laughs> Paul Heyman is here and he's got that title. And he says he's going to bring that UFC championship with him if if he wants. I want to see Paul Heyman wear that title. It would not fit around him. He's a little rotund. I don't know. I think it might fit him. Like the last buttons. Around his fucking neck. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> um, he also said bullshit, which was great. Um, so he just said a lot of things. And it was great, as usual. Um, he referenced Afa and Sika, uh, which was amazing. And uh, he said, you don't want to shoot on the mic with Paul Heyman, and you don't want to shoot in the ring with Brock Lesnar. The big dog comes out, and he runs it You know down. who could shoot them both? The Miz. All hail. The Miz. The big dog is here, the greatest wrestler of all time, the retirer of The Undertaker, and the defeater of Undertaker. And he just, you know, that was good. This is all good stuff. So he comes out, and he just is like, hey, I fucking hate Brock, and you're dumb, and he better be here next week. And that's basically the end of You fat tub of lard. Yeah, that's basically the end of uh of Monday Night Raw. And I you didn't watch SmackDown, so um let me just go through my notes here. Uh let's see, da- Dashan's Charlotte, Ruby, Bobby Roode randomly comes out, Jinder Mahal versus Orton, Jinder Mahal wins, Kev and Sammy are putting each other over. Uh Baron is angry about something. Look, man, I don't know. Uh, oh, um, Nakamura sang Nakamura Day, and that was pretty funny. Uh, and Rusev told him he couldn't make up his own holiday. Um, let's Whatever see. Rusev says goes, man. Um, Dolph Ziggler did some stuff. Oh, imagine me caring. Um, Dolph Ziggler versus AJ Styles. I sold one of my Dolph Ziggler shirts on Poshmark. Did I tell you that? My God. No, you yeah. Um, Let's see. Kevin and Sammy ruin the match. Dad Shane comes out and he says the match is a fatal five way. <sighs> um, Sammy pinned Kevin. Uh, Dasha asked Sammy why he pinned Kevin. And he said to her, don't ask me stupid questions. So um, Sammy, and at the end, they all lit the dumpster on fire. Basically. So there you go. That was um, that was Smackdown. That was a Smackdown minute. Which I think actually used to be a segment that they would show on Raw. They're like, now the SmackDown Minute. <laughs> Here you go. This is everything you saw. You didn't need to see on this show. Uh, 205 Live, Marianne. Um, holy moly, we're getting deep into this cruiserweight. We fucking are. Cruiserweight um, tournament. 
my little angel. Mark Andrews and uh, Drew Gulak put on quite a show. Um, it's very good. Uh, I love new nasty Drew Gulak who doesn't doesn't enjoy PowerPoint presentations because he's too serious. Legal Eagle Regal Beagle Game Changer Trailblazer first time long time Drew Gulak. Yes, all of those things. He is just um, kicking ass and using that Dragon Sleeper to the best of his abilities. I'm I'm still waiting for that fucking colonial coat he used to wear. That yeah, trench coat. Yeah, where's that? Yeah, where's where's I the true gulak that, that nobody likes? Hey, I like that jacket. <laughs> no, that's just honestly that's one of my favorite episodes of the Gentleman's Club. Oh right. Shout out to that YouTube series. Very funny. My goodness. Um so Drew Gulak advances with the Dragon Sleeper, uh sending Mark Andrews back to progress. Um let's see, Drake. He has Hideo and Tozawa, and he says, hey, I've seen you guys. I know you're both disappointed that you were eliminated from the Cruiserweight tournament, but you both have potential. I want to see you guys as a tag team. And Hideo's like, okay. And Akira Tozawa says, okay, we'll do it. But if it doesn't work, you're fired. Okay. Did you see the video I posted on the Facebook group with the um... – Oh, for up up down down no you told uh, i remember reading about that and i went oh man i gotta watch that you have to watch it tozawa is so fucking funny i wanna i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it uh, i'm gonna watch it i just don't know when but soon how soon i don't know um <laughs> we had um mustafa ali you just made the list and he was doing an eight mile promo i don't know what was happening but all right he was on the streets and he was wearing a hoodie, and he was talking about Buddy Murphy, I think. I'm not sure. I still can't get over the fact that he used to be a cop. He would be the fucking hottest cop. Jesus. Hot cop. You just made the list. <laughs> Mustafa Ali, hot cop. <laughs> you just made the list. So, and that just plays every time. So, uh, we had Hideo Itami and Akira Tozawa teaming up to take on uh, Scott James and Nemeth Alexander. Wait, 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 wait. His first name is Dolph Ziggler's last name? Yes. <laughs> so, um, this How was... fucking unfortunate! Yeah, that clearly they gave him that name. So, um, this was a match, and I think this is... There, there have been rumors that 205 Live is going to get tag team titles, um, which I'm fine with. And, uh, I mean, if we're going to put together some more teams, get some more people... They're just going to put the masked ones together. I'm sorry? They're just gonna put the masked ones together. Oh, you mean you mean the the lucha lucha party? Yeah, lucha house party. I love lucha house party. <laughs> <laughs> They're a great tag team. I'm fine with it. I like them more than Ray Phoenix and Pentagon. My God, heavy shot, but probably I don't know. I haven't seen them wrestle in a while. Anyway, main event of the evening was Buddy Murphy taking on Mustafa Ali. You just made the list. Hot cop. Hot, Hot cop. cop. Hot cop. Um, there was a... <laughs> okay, so they're like, eh, Buddy Murphy had his way in again today. And they show, like, it's a backstage segment, and it's Buddy Murphy, uh, Drake, and the referee. And <laughs> Drake, he messes up, and he goes, okay, three, two. He, like, claps, and he goes, three, two, one. And then he starts over, and they didn't even bother to edit edit it. It's so funny. I love him. I just watched a progress with him on it. Oh, when he comes out to living on a prayer? No, he does that. Okay, I'll find okay, that one that, for that you. That talk box shit needs to come back because that was 
my jam. I love that song. I can't, I can't not like that song as the number one song of the 80s. I can't not like it because of the fucking talk box shit at the beginning. That needs to make a comeback. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Somebody important, please be listening. I'll see Thank if you. I can find when he did the, because he, man, he went all out when he, it was his progress debut. No, I want to see. Yeah, it was great. And he had like progress, a progress jacket and a pro, it was very good. Well, was, this this one he was wearing progress shit too. Yeah, he looked decidedly less tan. Dare I say, attractive? Oh my god, my god! Just there. All right. He is very, very orange. So th- he's like, he's like the wrestling version of that guy who wants to wanted to become the human Kendall. Oh god, yeah, gross, <laughs> gross. Hey, that's gross. So. <laughs> This match was not gross. It was pretty good. Um, I would say, uh, man, there was a 450 on Buddy Murphy's arm. There's a lot of arm work, which was uh, which was great. A lot of storytelling on Buddy Murphy's hurt arm. Um, there was a reverse Rana that Mustafa Ali did to Buddy Murphy into a. He used to do it to DT. criminals in the in Chicago. He did. He used to do reverse Ranas to to the scum on the streets of Chicago. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Um, the finish was great too. Uh, Buddy Murphy tried a backslide, but he couldn't hold it because his arm hurt too much. And uh, Mustafa Ali rolled him up and pinned him. And Mustafa Ali is advancing, and we are so close to my prediction for um, for WrestleMania, which would be um, Cedric versus Mustafa. We're very close. I love Mustafa Ali so much. He is great. and He is fantastic. Cedric. And he doesn't even have to have, like, a people recognize that he's fantastic without him having, like, a loud, obnoxious gimmick like Drew Gulak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, Drew Gulak's got this loud, obnoxious gimmick, and then, like, Mark Andrews is like, I'm a flippy little guy. I look like a little Welsh lesbian. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did not come up with that. Somebody else did. And everybody else has, like, these loud gimmicks, and Mustafa Ali's just like, I'm fucking good, and I have abs drawn on my shirt. (laughs) I look like a Ninja Turtle sometimes with this outfit. All right, so we didn't watch NXT this week, but they did some recordings. Uh, We are now going to talk about those recordings, so if you do not um, care to hear about it, I guess, uh, I don't know, skip, like, ten minutes, maybe, if there's even ten minutes left in the podcast. Anyway... So, Marianne, we had some NXT tapings this week, and it looks like TakeOver New Orleans is going to be insane. There's four matches scheduled right now, and I'm going to tell you uh, the four matches, if you do not mind. Go ahead. I may or may not be going. Well, I hope you are, because uh, we got some great matches here. We have, for the NXT Championship, we have Aleister Black taking on Andrade Cien Almas. That should be a fantastic match. We have the rematch of Ember Moon versus uh, Shayna Baszler. Baszler. Why do I always say Baszler? I don't know. Baszler. <laughs> Shayna Baszler. Uh, we have a triple threat match for the NXT Championship and the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Trophy. So some shenanigans happened in the, not in the finals, but the two decide who would go to the finals. Uh, I believe it was... The Authors of Pain taking on the team of Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong, which is... God, the Authors of Pain, remember them when they were supposed to be, like, a There's... really scary, legit thing? I am I am honestly shocked they are still in, in NXT. Maybe they think if they leave that their um, division will be hurting, but I don't think so. 
No, I think if they leave, then everybody's going to forget about them. I don't think they're very interesting. I mean, they already I... have big scary Braum. Why would you just add two guys who look like the fucking like stupid henchmen? My God, of an evil Paul Ellering. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> who still needs a bald cat or a really fluffy white cat Aww. and a claw for a hand, like the bad does. guy in Inspector Gadget? I wonder if he has all of those things. So. <laughs> So we are going to get the Undisputed Era, uh, which is the tag team combination of Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. You just made the list! Uh, taking on the Authors of Pain, taking on Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. Um, very interesting there. That should be, I don't even know what that's going to be like. But Marianne, the, the match I'm most intrigued about is at the tapings yesterday, it was announced that NXT is going to have a new championship. Uh, the NXT North American Championship, which, um, okay, uh, I don't know. That's mouthful and stupid. I don't know why we're not just calling it the NXT uh, Network Championship, because you're a show that's on the WWE Network. Why would you not have a network champion and have them defend the title? It would just be like a TV champion where they defend the television title every time they're on TV. Come on. God, fucking hire John. It's so easy. So anyway, Marianne, this is going to be a ladder match. And there are two, four, six people in this ladder match. And I'm going to tell you them all right now. We have Adam Cole, um, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, the Velveteen Dream. He's the best. EC3. Ah, no, he's the best. Sorry, you might have to tone. Oh, oh I and love EC3. Ricochet. Get the fuck out. Shitty Trevor's in this shitty thing. Shitty Trevor is going to be in this thing. Shitty fucking Trevor. No way. This is very interesting. Um, I I don't know. It's just it is very interesting. I um, Just to have a title out of the blue and for them to just be. I think they were like, I don't know what the thought process is behind this. I would just, I would love to know why we needed a new title. I mean, it was bound to happen. It was bound to happen that they were going to need another men's title in NXT. But I'm going to I'm going to message Ricochet and be like ready ready to die by the hands of EC3. I mean, I love Lars EC3. Sullivan. He is the, so fucking funny. The well-spoken Lars Sullivan is in this match and the Velveteen Dream. My Velveteen, goodness. that gimmick is so fucking good. I love it. So there you go. Very excited for WrestleMania weekend. I think uh, coming up here, we'll start previewing some of the matches that are going to be happening. I want to um, see shitty Trevor, man, so I can make a shitty Trevor sign. <laughs> shitty Trevor, you are shitty. Um, You've got a kid. You need this job. We have two um, two questions from Facebook. Uh, they're both from Calvin. And um, Calvin's first question says, what are the chances of Jericho showing up at WrestleMania since he's done with New Japan? What I'm going to say to this is Chris Jericho said he's done with New Japan, but could we all be getting worked right now? I mean, Chris Jericho works. The sh that's Chris Jericho works 24 seven. I feel like if Chris Jericho was going to come back at, at Mania, it, it, he would already be in a program with someone. I feel like it would be, well, I guess we're a month away. I don't know. What are the chances? I'll just say it's 65. 65%. How does that sound? That's very specific. Yeah, I don't know. And he also says on a scale of one to who cares, 
Uh, do you think CM Punk will show up at All In? Now, you heard All In is this event that uh, the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes are putting together, and they decided that they were going to go to Chicago, which I think I... You predict- totally called that, like, weeks ago. Predicted this. Um, yeah, we, we weren't going to get that. Um, I, I'm going to go with... Um, who cares? I think. I think I'm just I think go if with- you care, then you'll get your hopes up. But if you don't care, then you'll be like, oh, that's cool if he does. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like I hate hope because hoping will just set you up for disappointment than if you expected the worst and then got the opposite and makes you twice as happy. Wow. There you go. Does that make sense? That it logic? Does. Yes, it does. Yeah. Hope is the fucking worst. It leads it, it. It kind of softens the excitement of getting what you want unless you deliberately tell yourself not to want or expect it. And then when you do get or what you wanted, then it's twice as happy than if you had hoped for it. Very true. Makes sense. Makes that made sense. no sense when I was saying it, but it makes total sense in my head. I'm not drinking. I'm holding a bottle of Pepsi right now. Oh, wow. Drunk on that carbonated piss cola that phosphoric acid yes all in my tum-tum yep it's all up in there so um (laughs) i don't got anything else you got anything else i may or may not be going to pwg i haven't decided oh for um on the 23rd yes because my birthday is the 20th Mm -hmm. and i feel bad enough asking for another like day off because i would be getting my birthday off right um on a Tuesday, which fucking blows. But um, I was basically saying to Max my reasoning on that. And I was like, I told him, I was like, I'm scared of missing the experience of it being in a new place. And also seeing Dustin, AKA the perfect human being ever. You just made the list. Dustin Howard, you're the best. I love you. You Chuck Taylor. Um, and Max said, who knows about the new place? And you'll see Dustin like seven to 10 more times this year in LA. (laughs) And there. I was like, totally true. He'll never be rid of me. And Max said, crowd, we know. <laughs> nice. And he's not wrong. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, but the Trixie and Katya show, had their most recent episode, they talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling at the end. And it's pretty great because both of my worlds have collided. And I think Tumblr is going to explode over that one. Good. Um, I'm still looking for places to stay. Hopefully staying with somebody um for wrestlemania i'm really excited jack's going and i'm just like eh. so nice. if people want me to go to shows and stuff just let me know and i am just babbling and babbling all right i was going to say oh i remember what i was going to say now the video of alexa and mojo rally oh with the hair oh my god how fucking funny was that it was pretty funny alexa and mojo rally are so funny together yeah. he's like has this thing about sniffing her hair or eating her hair he's just a weird dude and if yeah. you guys don't love him after seeing that video or at least going he's fucking weird like there's something about him that's just really relatable i don't know he's the best i love you mojo rally yeah. but yeah you can like us on facebook you can like us on facebook and follow us on twitter at tornado tag radio you can follow me on twitter at jp thrice and you can follow marianne on twitter Sailor Moon Salt. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash the NOTLG as well. NOTLG.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our shirts. We would appreciate that. Uh, Finally North does our music. SoundCloud.com slash Finally North or Finally North.com. If they're even still a band. Yeah, we don't know. 
But we'll That's going to be a theme every week, too. We're just going to keep plugging them until I go and look and see if their stuff's still up. <laughs> but honestly, we don't care enough. No. Um. Uh, support TTR and all the other podcasts on NOTLG.com. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash NOTLG. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Calvin. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to everybody that donates to us. Um, to we, your mother. We appreciate it, yes. We also shout out to all of those fine gentlemen's mothers. Um, and those dads out there. And those dads out there. Always to them dads. All right. We need those jobs. So that's it for us this week. Join us again next week where we might talk about Fastlane. Who knows? Probably not. Um, so, Marianne, there's only one thing left to do. So if you will... Are we going to take the pass lane on fast lane? Oh, God, damn. Just the bell. <laughs> Ring the bell! <laughs> this has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com. <laughs> <laughs>